Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter. I'm a business and life transformation coach dedicated to inspiring you to rise up in life, love, and leadership. Well, do you ever feel a jolt of emotion or a flood of emotion that comes through your body when maybe someone posts something on social media that you disagree with? Or maybe when your spouse or partner does that same thing again. All right, you know what I'm talking about, whether it's leaving their underwear on the floor or their nail clippings on the counter or like clips from their beard somewhere. I don't know. You know what it is. You, oh, do you ever feel that flood of emotion just come through you? Yeah. What about when your kid defiantly looks at you with that face and just says, Mm-mm, not going to do it. Whatever you just asked me to do, I'm not going to do it. How about when a client complains about something or a customer? Or what about when your boss doesn't recognize your efforts and you're just like, ugh? How about when someone isn't wearing a mask? Yeah, how do you feel about that? Does that flood your body with emotion? Or or what about when someone makes you wear a mask? Maybe you're on the other perspective and you're like, I'm not wearing a mask to come into the store. And you just get this flood of emotion coming through you. Yeah. Yeah, when we get upset, we we have a broken brain. Literally, our brain, I think it just like breaks in half, and we either want to fight or flight, right? You know that broken brain feeling where you're just so upset that you can't think straight? Well, today we're talking about how to manage our emotions during times of stress and conflict. And we live in a world where there's all kinds of stress, right? And we have conflict that we're not even looking for. Whether it's somebody's trying to vie for a parking space or there's someone at the office that you don't quite get along with, or maybe it's someone in your own household. I want to teach you two things today. One is how to get back to a place of calmness, conscious calmness. And the second is how to respond, how to process, what's your next healthy step once you are in a calm place. All right, so first off, let's talk about how to get back to a place of calmness. If you've had this flood of emotion in your body, whether it's anger, sadness, disgust, worry, anxiety, whatever it might be, all right, the first step that I want to encourage you to take is to say the word interesting. Interesting. I'm feeling really angry right now. Interesting. I'm feeling really sad. Yeah, and what this does is it'll slow down your brain and you can take a third 
first-person perspective on what's going on in your mind and your body. It creates this feeling of curiosity. That's interesting. First step, I. I'm telling you, I got a little acronym here for you. I don't know if that's the right word. Acronym, synonym, metaphor, ah. IBS. IBS is what we're working through. Now, I know you've seen the commercials for IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. This is a different IBS, but it'll help you remember IBS. First, interesting. Second, breathe. Breathe and relax. When you're in a state of feeling upset, your breathing rate and your heart rate, they both increase. And when we stay in that place of just breathing fast and our hearts beating fast, we can't get back to a place of calmness. So we can simply breathe, right? Just big, deep breath in. Do it with me now. And out. Yeah, you feel that? Six big deep breaths in and out, and you will slow down not only your breathing rate, but also your heart rate. And that will automatically begin to help you come back to a place of calmness. As you're breathing, I want to encourage you to relax your muscles. You can feel your shoulders drop. You can feel your stomach. Just relax. You're not as tensed. Just allow your hands and arms to to go a little limp. Yeah, just to relax yourself. That's step two, right? Interesting? Interesting. Third-party perspective, feeling a little curious about what's going on. You identify the feeling. Second, you got to breathe. You got to relax because you got to get that heart rate down so that you can come back to a place of conscious calmness. Third step, safe. I am safe and I can handle this. Now, in moments where we are upset, generally when our brain breaks and we can't think straight and we have a fight or flight response, we feel unsafe. We're filled with fear. Fear of being embarrassed, fear of not performing, fear of something going wrong, fear of losing a relationship. All of those things, right? This comes from this fear, this fight or flight comes from our ancient brain that's telling us to be safe, get into a safe place. There's a tiger coming to attack you. Okay, there's no tiger. It was just somebody who was disagreeing with you on Facebook. But that is what our brain thinks. Our brain thinks, well, red alert, red alert, broken brain, fight or flight. Come on, get away from this. This is scary. Get get to a place of safety. Now, of course, if you are in a relationship where there is physical or emotional violence or a threat, yes, you need to remove yourself. And sometimes, even when it just feels overwhelming, we need to take a break and walk away. But sometimes it just feels really unsafe because our brain goes into this fight or flight mode. And so by telling ourselves, David, you're safe, you can handle this. Right? You can just say it over and over. I am safe. I can handle this. I am safe. I can handle this. You are reassuring yourself that you can get through this. Right? IBS. Interesting. I'm feeling really angry right now. I get into that place of curiosity. Let me breathe. 
Big breath in, big breath out. Do that six times. I'm starting to relax. I'm getting back to a place of calmness. My brain is beginning to reassemble. It's not as broken anymore. I'm getting out of that fight or flight stage. I'm reminding myself that I am safe and that I can handle whatever it is that has caused me to become upset. Now, when you get back to a place of conscious calmness, you can make a conscious choice, not an unconscious choice. When your brain is broken and you're in that fight or flight state, we make some really unconscious, unhealthy choices. We say things that might feel cathartic and like this big release in the moment. And we're like, oh, why did I say that? That is not helping the situation. If I feel uh, disgusted by something, I can just lash out and just say something that's hurtful for others. Or maybe I'm anxious and worried and I get frozen and I can't, I just, I just want to run away from the situation and I can't actually take action when I need to. But when we take the time to become consciously calm once again through IBS, right? Irritable bowel syndrome. No, 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 not that kind. IBS, that's just the thing that I'm telling you so you can remember. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, curious. I wonder, oh, I'm feeling angry right now. Breathe, breathe, relax. I am safe and I can get through this. Yes, I am. Now, as I get back to a place of conscious calmness, I can make a conscious choice and I start to ask myself some questions. These questions may be helpful for you as well. The first question that I like to ask myself is, what's going on inside of me? I may feel angry, worried, anxious, disgusted, sad, whatever it is, but in reality, I'm just hurting inside. I'm hurting in some way, and I don't feel safe. I feel fearful. And so whatever interaction that I had with someone, whether it was online, face-to-face, in my house, at a store, whatever it is, they simply bumped a scab or bruise deep within me. How do I know that? Because my reaction was greater than the offense. So when someone says something like, uh, David, you don't know what you're talking about. Okay, if my reaction is really big to that, then I know, whoa, my reaction is way bigger than the offense Because in reality, I can go, well, maybe I do or don't know what I'm talking about in this situation, but that's okay. I'm learning. But if I'm like, what? Yes, I do. I know what I'm talking. I'm like, whoa, I got a reaction that's greater than the offense. That tells me that somebody just bumped a scab or bruise deep within me. That means that I'm hurting, not just from this situation, but something in the past. That tells me that maybe... In the past, I felt like somebody was telling me that I didn't know what I was talking about, and maybe that's recurred over and over in my mind, and I don't feel like I know what I'm talking about. So when someone tells me that they're bumping a wound, a scab, or a bruise, and my reaction is so much greater than the offense because I'm hurting deep within. When we come to that place of awareness of what's going on inside of us, we can start to realize, okay, this person didn't mean to bump my bruise or scab. 
I need to be aware of what's going on inside of me first before I respond. The second question is, well, what's their part? What is going on from their perspective? Is it possible for me to step in their shoes and see this situation from their vantage point? Maybe they didn't mean to bump my bruise. Maybe it was an accident. Most likely, they had different expectations of the situation. Maybe even they were scared. Maybe they were reacting out of pain. The thing that I try to do in order to de-escalate whatever's going on in my mind and heart, if I've been in a very stressful situation or a moment of conflict, the other person may, may not even know that I'm in a moment of conflict because of what they said, but I'm just like, right? I start to ask myself, hmm, what was their positive intention? I truly believe that even in the most painful interactions, the other person had a positive intention. Now, their positive intention may not be toward me. It may be in order to preserve their own life or reputation. It may be to protect their family. It may be to protect their position. It may be even uh, very um, self-centered, but it can still be a positive intention, right? Because they are trying to protect themselves. So if I step into their shoes, I go, oh, interesting. They are trying to protect themselves in this situation. They're trying to protect their finances or their reputation or relationships. They're trying to protect their position on an issue. Just the other day, I saw a Facebook friend, uh, a pastor, and she went to a press conference where she was going to be speaking on behalf of an organization that was seeking to have the county where I live reverse their decision about wearing masks. Our county recently said masks are not required. And she felt really strongly with another organization that we should be wearing masks. Okay, this is not a political statement. This is not about masks. I'm trying to illustrate how you can find someone's positive intention. All right, so she goes to the press conference, wearing a mask, of course, and they are giving this press conference. Well, little did they know that a horde of people showed up who were anti-mask. Yes, they're having a pro-mask press conference, and then all of a sudden these anti-mask people showed up without masks, of course, and signs and guitars, and they started making a giant ruckus. Yes, and they totally just bombarded this press conference. You couldn't even hear what was going on. And she was in tears because she felt so violated and it was painful, right? It was just a mess. Well, what was her positive intention? Her positive intention was to uh, help people in our county remain safe. What was the positive intention of those people who were coming to protest who made a mess of the whole thing? I mean, they made a mess of it. I could be, if I was on the receiving end of that mess, I could become really upset, really angry, really frustrated, really scared. But if I got into their shoes, even though I don't agree with how they did it, I can find their positive intention and go, oh, interesting. They don't believe that masks work. They believe that it could actually be harmful for people. I can see their positive intention. 
I may not like how they carried it out. I may not agree with their perspective or intention, but I can get in their shoes and see their positive intention. Okay, so first of all, I'm back to a place of conscious calmness. And in order for me to make a conscious choice in order to deal with this stress or deal with this conflict, I'm asking myself, what's going on inside of me? I got bumped, I got hit on my bruise or my scab, my reaction was greater than the offense, interesting, okay, I'm hurting and I don't feel safe. What's going on inside of them? What's their part? Can I see the situation from their perspective? Whoever I'm in stress with or in conflict with, oh, they accidentally bumped me, they didn't mean to hurt me, maybe they were scared, they were trying to protect themselves. What was their positive intention? When I see someone's positive intention, all of a sudden, I can develop so much more compassion toward them. I can feel like, okay, I don't agree. I don't, see, I, don't, I, I don't agree with how they even carried these things out, whatever it might be, but I see where they were coming from. I can see their positive intention. Now, I start to ask myself, in order to make a conscious choice, what's my part in this situation? Well, I need to seek to understand the situation of the other person, which I've done. Secondly, I need to clarify my own expectations or thoughts. Because when I come into a situation and I'm experiencing stress or conflict, obviously my expectations are not being met. And sometimes I don't even know what my expectations are. So I have to just stop and pause and go, what would I have wanted? What would I have preferred? Now that I see my own expectations and I've stepped into the shoes of the other person, I can recognize the gap between our expectations or thoughts. And I go, oh, interesting. This is what you were expecting. This is what I was expecting. Wow, there's a big gap there. And then you have the opportunity to negotiate how to close that gap. Either you choose to embrace their thoughts and expectations or vice versa, or you process and you meet in the middle. In order to move forward, you have to make a conscious choice where your brain is not in a state of fight or flight, but that you're in a conscious calmness, you've recognized what's going on inside of you, you've stepped into the shoes of the other person, and you begin to make a healthy choice out of consciousness, not as a victim. Because as a victim, it means I'm going to fight back. I'm going to come against you. I'm going to be the one who's right. Oh, man. And what happens is we're unaware of our own expectations of theirs. There's not a sense of grace. And there's definitely no meeting in the middle or closing the gap between our expectations. I-B-S. Not irritable bowel syndrome, right? In order to get to conscious calmness, in the moment of stress, whatever is upsetting us, whether we're feeling angry, disgust, anxious, worried, or sadness interesting. I'm feeling angry right now. Hmm. Developing a curiosity. And then you're breathing. You're relaxing your muscles. And then you're reminding yourself, I am safe. I can get through this. I am safe. I can get through this. You're coming to a place of conscious calmness. Once your brain begins to come back together and it's not broken anymore, there's a sense of, okay, I'm not as upset. 
I can begin to make a conscious choice. What's going on inside of me? Someone bumped my scab or bruise. What's their part? I want to see the situation from their perspective. I want to find their positive intent. I want to seek to understand what's going on with them. I want to clarify my own expectations and recognize the gap between the two. Whether or not we can negotiate the gap or not, I'm going to move forward with a conscious choice, not as a victim. All right, now, now you're in a place to make a healthy, positive decision that's not flowing from this jolt or overflow of emotion. Emotions are so beautiful and a wonderful part of the human experience. But if we allow them to overwhelm us in these moments when we've had stress or conflict, we will end up making an unconscious choice that doesn't ultimately get us what we want. And so I hope this is helpful for you as you think about your own relationships, not only at home with family, but in the workplace with coworkers and out with friends. And, and as you think about your interactions in the online social media space, you have the power to manage your emotions during times of stress and conflict. You do. And I've given you a system and I'd love to hear from you. If you have found this to be helpful or if you've implemented this process to get to a place of conscious calmness and then make a conscious choice, this is how I do it. This is how I live my life as best as I can because I know that I can get that flood of emotions, that jolt of emotions, and I'm not going to be in a healthy place in order to make a conscious choice. So if this has been helpful for you, I want to invite you to text me, 949-401-6090. You sign up for our daily inspirational text message, and you can be in contact with me anytime. Yeah, 949-401-6090. Text me and tell me how this system, this process, this way of getting to conscious calmness and making a conscious choice is helping you. All right, I hope you have a wonderful week. I love you guys, and I believe in you. I'm cheering you on. Oh, I'm cheering you on. Yes, I am. Not only can you manage your emotions, but you're going after your dreams, and I'm here to help you.